This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. Daniel, when I first got into like startups and venture capital, seeing all these companies raise millions of dollars, it always like starstruck me. And to think that an individual is able to do that, right, and sort of put a, some type of valuation on their brand as a whole very early on in their career is quite captivating. I'm curious, like at the very early process of kind of like putting this thought into the world, what went into that? Like what goes into raising a million dollars to be to be able to support your creative endeavors and I just want to, I want to deep dive into the entire process. Totally. I mean, I think that I've been thinking about it for a really long time. I mean, I think that I've been thinking about it really since overstimulated. I think in a lot of ways, this is kind of like what overstimulated always wanted to be like at scale. And so for me, I think that, you know, I've looked around me and I've said this multiple times. I've seen so many people that have been in and out of the record label system. And for me, I've kind of built a career so far on like finding the alternatives that don't necessarily rely on like what the industry system has been. Because I think that, again, I think that there's totally a time and a place for a record label, but it just didn't, it, it, for me, it never ticked the boxes that were, um, I guess, like I didn't really have any leverage to be able to do anything on my own terms. And I think that a lot of those entry-level deals kind of put you in a tricky situation. And like for me, a lot of my, my non-starters have been like, okay, I want to put out music at whatever cadence I want to put out. So that means that if I make a song, I want to be able to mint it the same day. I want to be able to try to put it up on DSPs as fast as I can. I don't necessarily want the lag time or wait to have like a, a TikTok moment or, or whatever. But at the same time, like for the longest time, for two years, I was using my NFT sales primarily for the most part to pay my rent because I had never made any money off music at all before, before this was happening for me, right? And so after two years of that and like saving some money and whatnot and putting a lot aside, I kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm not necessarily relying on music NFTs as much to pay my rent but I still really want to scale out my project. And I want to do it in a way where I'm one, able to retain way more ownership than I than I would uh, in, a, in a standard record deal. And two, do it in a way that doesn't take off the things that are my non-starters, like the cadence. You know, like I said, when I was, when I've, I, in, in the search of looking for like deals, I would say in the course of the past year, like my my preference has had nothing to do with money or term length or whatever. It's just been like, if I want to put out a song today, is someone going to tell me no, <laughs> right? And so I think I think for me, uh, all, all those things kind of came together. And I mean, I think a lot of the people that had that led this round or that were involved in the round in any capacity have been people that have supported my uh, my NFT journey. I think in the past two years, so it's pretty nice to kind of be like, okay, you guys have been here for you know the better half of two years now. Let's see what we can do over the next five, ten, fifteen as I build my my career past. Uh, not only music NFTs, which is obviously always going to be the backbone, but like, what is my brand in Web3? Like, what is, how do I incorporate that into my shows? How do I incorporate that into like my music, right? And so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a pretty, I think I'm a pretty like entrepreneurial, I guess, musician. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's kind of like been my stamp and I kind of get it. I mean, I went to business school, even though I don't really count it like that. I was a pretty <laughs> bad student, but I guess my head has always thought about it in that way. And so just kind of, yeah, I don't know. A lot of things came together um, with the group of people, the special group of people that we brought together for this. So yeah, I'm just super stoked. But uh, honestly, just more focused than I've ever been because a million dollars might sound like a lot of money and don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for it. But uh, I have to use all the resources to kind of (laughs) better my career, you know? So I only, in my mind, I only have like, you know, a few shots at goal. So I'm just trying to maximize those. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT 
fill in your info and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.